0: Jared, how good are you with like creating products? Like, if I was to invent something, but just the idea, you think you could find somebody that could make it if you can't make it yourself?
1: Joe, you've come to the right place. Perfect. I took entrepreneurship classes in college, <laughs> half baked ideas are my specialty. All right, you ready? Uh, disposable cookware. Okay, that exists. Is it? I'm like almost 100 percent positive. Like you're talking pan. about like a like a pan that like you could throw away when you're done. Yeah, yeah. But I can buy
0: like a you know a 50 pack for like six bucks.
1: Mm. A paper plate equivalent, like a p- pot and pan. I have to find an engineer. Here's the problem. Here's the problem you're running into right off the bat. First off, it has to conduct heat for a, a regular amount of time, right? Like a, you have to tell people how long it can conduct heat for, or else they're going to use it on repeat forever. And then you're yeah. going to get sued. So that's step one. Step two, you need to figure out how much plastic or paper. It, it can't be paper. It's got to be plastic. <laughs> it can't be plastic. Oh, uh, that's, bamboo you have to figure out how much bamboo <laughs> actually has to like separate the fire from like the the food where it still cooks yeah. but won't deteriorate you know the food, right, right? yeah so there's some struggles here not well, impossible
0: and hey, I'm the idea man you're the one that just makes it happen gotta find
1: a bamboo uh. guy <laughs> Let me get let me get my bamboo guy on speed dial. How much are you paying for bamboo? You're paying way too much for it for bamboo.
0: <laughs> uh, I cooked something today and I used three pans. And I was like, I
1: hate this. I know it. Why? We did honestly, Joe. So we'll talk about this more once we get into it. It was a very nice day today. We cleaned the whole house. It was great. Then we had to cook dinner and we made our traditional if you if you're following Big Dad Energy on Instagram, you saw a picture of it, but we made our traditional uh, whole chicken in the pressure cooker, right? Yeah. With mashed potatoes, peas, and gravy. Except the chicken takes up like a pan by itself. Potatoes and potatoes and gravy take up two pans each. And then all of a sudden, the kitchen's destroyed because you got to put it into serving trays, and you got to put it on the table, and you got to get plates out, and you got to go yeah. through the whole thing. And you're like, "What? What am I doing?"
0: Yeah. If only we had disposable cookware. But Joe, we
1: we both care about the environment, so it has to be biodegradable. Ah, back to bamboo. Back to bamboo. I told you, I got to find a bamboo guy. (laughs) My golden idea in my entrepreneurship class was I was going to invent boots that ran a low-grade current through metal wires in the sole of the boot so that it actually lightly melted the ice when you stepped on it, so you never slipped on ice. Wow. Did you patent it? No, I actually don't think it's possible. I've gone through a lot oh. of ways, but I I don't... Uh, let me rephrase that. Anything is possible.
0: You put running, your heart into it.
1: running electric current through thick rubber doesn't really work. <laughs> and also, if I'm going to have a semi-hot coil running through the bottom of the shoe, why wouldn't it melt the bottom of the shoe? And also, is the sole always hot? Do you turn it on do you turn it off? Do you... How to... Well, how to there's a lot Depends of lo- on how
0: much love you have.
1: Yeah. See, there were a lot of logistical issues with my melting the ice boot. So you never slipped, but the idea is golden Joe. The idea is golden Melt It just a little bit, right? It, you don't need it a ton because it just has to melt enough so that your, your boot gets like a grip into the ice. Right. So right. say goodbye to slipping on, on sheets of ice. You just kind of step on it, melt a little bit. You, your boot sits down in it. Boom. You're not going anywhere.
0: That's right, and then you take it off your foot, and then you cook some pasta in it.
1: We there is possibility here, Joe. We can mix these two together. You know what? We've gone off the rails so far. Let's just do it. Just just run with it. Just keep rolling this train. Right. Get the bamboo guy on the phone. Somebody call him. <laughs> <laughs> Dads.
0: Welcome to Big Dad Energy, the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads. I'm your co-host, Joe Lopez, and with me, as always, is my co-dad, Jerry Shemansky. How the heck are you?
1: Joe, look at us. Two hat guys getting on a podcast. <laughs> two hat guys getting on a podcast. That should be our new tagline. Our new theme song. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Rewrite the theme song. Um. Pick. We to rework it in. We got to rework it. Go back to the drawing board. We got to get two hat guys in a, on t- talking on a podcast in there. Uh, Joe, today was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. It was very nice out. Beautiful day. We cleaned our entire house. Yeah. It was very nice. Um, it was just one of those days, like, we opened up all the windows, and then we just started cleaning a little bit, and cleaning cleaned up a little bit here, and a little bit there, and a little bit there, and it just kept going and going. <gasps> it was great. And then uh, cleaned out our cars, which was great. Went for a two mile Ooh, walk. That's nice. Damn, dude, I'm telling you, we're all over it today. It's amazing. I
0: stayed inside
1: most of the day. I did that yesterday. It was also very nice yesterday. Um, yes. And uh, I ditched my wife and child to play video games from noon until eight thirty. So,
0: wow, that's a long time.
1: Yeah. Uh, our our video game Destiny that we play came out with a raid. Yeah. Uh, yesterday and. It's a race to see who can beat it first. Um, So we put together a little team, had some things fall apart, had to rebuild the team 20 minutes after the raid launch. So that was a little rough. Um, But we got it all together, uh, played for eight hours, realized that we were not winning the race, and nor did we really have the drive to. We also had people from the EU that were up. I mean, at 8 o'clock our time was 1 a.m. their time, right? So um, they called it quits around then, and we're like, you know what? We're not going to rebuild this team a second time. We're just going to go for it.
0: Does so. anybody win? They have a winner.
1: They did have a winner. Actually, relatively shortly after we got off, I think about nine o'clock, somebody did finally finish the raid.
0: Did they win? A chocolate Factory?
1: No, you get like a the video game company sends you like a, a WWE belt. Wow. Yeah. So Fun. It's pretty neat neat most of the people that win it are like streamers and content creators right so like it's cool for them because all of their followers and stuff come from like the fame of these guys won the raid race these guys won the raid race so uh it's pretty neat for them
0: you were better you know we that could be us
1: that's true if we were better at content and i was better at um video games so it's you know it's a couple things that we're missing here before we (laughs) before we achieve that so one day we're gonna win that we're gonna do it. You have to start playing video games in general for that to happen. A video game not named Pokemon. The... You have to play a video game not named Pokemon for us to win some kind of raid race. I'll be your coach. Okay. I can deal with it. I can I could yeah. I could see that. Just
0: be online with you guys, just pep talking to you guys. You know that TikTok of the guy that's playing fast car on the guitar is like, you got a fast car, and then his friend in the background goes, Skirt,
1: skirt. <laughs> that guy. Yes. I like that. I Me. like that.
0: I'm the skirt skirts
1: guy. Uh, so that was nice. Uh and then Friday I took the day off, Joe. Just took it off. Oh damn. Yeah, Katie's parents were going out of town for a funeral. So um obviously Katie's mom watches Ben on that day and I was like, you know what? I'll just take the day. I'll watch Ben, we'll hang out. Um so we uh I think Katie headed off of school for something. So the three of us just kinda hung out, took a long weekend. Um Nice. That was it. Relaxed. Didn't do much. Um, I stayed with Katie's parents' dogs on Friday night, so I got to sleep yeah. throughout the whole night. That was very nice. I got one oh, night. Of- wow. And actually, I'm doing something big. Uh now that like COVID's kind of lifting up, I have to go to Chicago for work for uh for a site visit. But okay. they also scheduled a lunch like earlier in the week. So I'm gonna be gone for three nights in two weeks. Wow. yeah um four days three nights so uh katie's gonna be solo parenting for a while it'll be a it'll be a little uh little adventure for her.
0: hey you know what if only i worked remote we could have a big dad adventure
1: hey that'd be great just go on a road trip Do business along the way i tell you what your wife might murder you though because you're leaving two she, kids behind. she would
0: yeah she would yeah i have to leave
1: you you're doing it by choice and leaving two kids <laughs> Oh, man. What uh, about you? How was your weekend? T- started out. Crazy. Laid out. Sell the world. How was the Batman? Uh, oh, heavens almighty. I- I'm going to get to the Batman. Okay. Does he look good? Because, I You visited him personally, I'm assuming. Does he look you know good? What's oh, his apartment Let's looking start.
0: like? We'll just start with the Batman. Just, we'll just start with the Batman. All right. Just
1: tell us what the Batman is.
0: Wednesday was my last day of work at my old job. I start my new job tomorrow. Um, Ooh, so I took off Thursday and Friday and then had the weekend. So Thursday. We did, um, I got up, watched some Ted Lasso, which is oh, yeah. phenomenal. Oh, that's good. Uh, oh, yeah. That's kind of all I did all day was watch Ted Lasso. Um, and then, did we keep Cora home? I think we, could, we, I think we kept Cora home from daycare that day. Um, and uh, Thursday, I don't remember any of it until I left for the Batman. I went. Uh, I left at like seven o'clock. I was getting ready, getting in my mindset. Walked in there. I went and got a big old beer, twenty-four ounces, for like nine bucks. That's all. Uh, that's a recipe to pee in the middle
1: of the movie. That's all I'm saying.
0: Is but like I've done it the last few movies that I've gone to by myself. I just yeah. get a big beer, just sit down, I drink it. But then I had the conundrum that I've texted you about, uh, and I'm definitely gonna write the McElroys about. Okay. Um uh, I sat in my chair, and the man next to me took my cup holder,
1: and I panicked. What do you do? Know you got 24 do. ounces of beer sitting in your hand. What, what do you do? It's cold. I want to set it down. Uh,
0: so I'm just kind of holding it and like sipping it, like two-handing this thing, like because the, the cup holder to my left is open, but that's somebody—that's that person's cup holder. Like it, it is interesting. Was in that seat.
1: It is interesting that you're saying, like, that's somebody else's cup holder. I would just take the empty cup holder, Joe. I thought there wasn't an open cup holder. See, when I was texting advice, I did not realize that there was an open cup holder sitting right next to you. Just take that one. Yeah. but I just... I didn't know if somebody was going to show up and sit there. Like, then then that becomes their problem. <laughs> I, I don't... See, this is just simple pass on the buck. Pass it down the line. Yeah.
0: So, eventually, the gentleman realized his mistake and moved his beer i then took my rightful place where it needed to be uh but about halfway through the movie no not even halfway about 30 minutes into the movie i see the man go and reach over and grab my cup then realize his mistake again
1: and then sets it down i was like (sighs) oh no it must have been a left must have been left-handed i never ever like i never go for the left-handed cup holder as a right-handed man i just don't
0: yeah yeah so um, I got that figured out. And then uh, I'm going to talk about it more this week Oh yeah, uh, during Dad Talks because I'm making you read a Batman comic. Oh, yeah. Um, Very nerdy Dad Talks coming up. It's almost three hours of everything I've wanted in a Batman movie. Well, that's good. It's so good. It's so good. What was the weakest point? um length is a little long three yeah. hours is its a little long it's a little it's a long, long movie
1: i mean what the return of the king is like three hours and that was right
0: end game is three hours yeah long. um this one's like 245 um i don't want to hold on hold on long. i don't
1: want to imply that the return of the king was too long i want to ensure that everyone knows that i'm a regular watcher of the extended version which is like six oh, that's hours the way to watch it yeah uh but what i'm saying is you have to be as good as return of the king to uh, justify a three-hour movie Endgame. Yeah. Endgame was very close to the to the level of return of the king i would i would say yeah so
0: um the batman also showed um not a lot in the trailers enough to kind of understand everything like oh uh, yeah like <laughs> you kind of got the plot um Kind of, you didn't see all the big set pieces and all the big, you know, movements in there. Um, but there wasn't any question of who's doing what, and why they're doing it.
1: Oh, okay. Like um, you knew who it was, you knew why they were. Right. Yeah, I get that. And, and I think that's also part of. You can't cast a movie like this, and not say who they are. Spider Man had the like, same issue. Yeah, we talked about it a little Absolutely. bit, but like Spider-Man No Way Home. A little bit predictable. It, it, like that was the flaw of the movie was that it was a little bit predictable, yeah. right? Like we knew what was going to happen. We knew who like there's a turn in the middle. We knew who that like. So it, yeah. but it's hard because when you have it's. It's difficult because when you have these big movies. You want to advertise them, right? You just do. And the way you advertise right. them is by advertising the big name actors that you pay a lot of money to to run the movie
0: right but like, on the
1: flip side paul, it'd be really no cool idea. if it was just nothing right
0: right if you didn't know who like if they had announced paul dano was in the movie and they gave him a fake character and he promoted as a fake character and he wasn't in any of the shots of the movie or whatever wouldn't know he's the riddler but like, right right off the bat they were like here's the riddler it's paul dano and his name's Edward Nashton
1: and like they've said that like since they've announced the movie and it's the riddler that was the other like right. the one thing about batman is it's a detective and especially this one is supposed to be a detective focused you know like theme yeah. and you can't just come out and say who the bad guy is when you bat when the detective is supposed to be figuring out who the bad guy is exactly so that was part of it but overall
0: Absolutely amazing, and I, I texted you guys afterwards and said, fucking out of this movie, uh, the only way I could describe it is feeling, probably how you and Kevin felt after seeing Dune." Yeah. Um, because Dune is so, such a good adaptation of, of the, the book.
1: One hundred percent, so good.
0: So good. You know, they added bits and pieces to to make it, you know, different, but. Very, very good. Very, very close. This was like an amazing Batman detective story. Um, really similar to, well, not similar, but like had the same feel of a couple different comic lines. Um, but like we got to see Batman be a detective, which he's always been called the world's greatest detective. And mm-hmm. he's never done really any detective work in any of the movies.
1: No, uh, that's a great point. He, he, <laughs> he is the world's greatest detective and never does any detective work just yeah. beats guys up.
0: Beats guys up. Which I mean, he beats guys up, but like, he's good. He's good. So the, I mean, it's an amazing movie. We'll talk about it more this weekend, on Friday. But we're not going to talk about it too much because you haven't seen the movie, so I'm not going to like go into a full in depth, spoilery talk. We're just going to kind of talk about Batman. But um, it's great. Robert Pattinson's amazing. He's not large. At some points, you see him like without a shirt on. He's like, like he's Robert Pattinson,
1: muscle. right? Like,
0: yeah. Um. But this is year two of Batman in this movie, and he, like he falls, like he trips, like he needs police officers help to like pick him up every once in a while, or or Catwoman there, like, and uh and it's good, it's good to see that, it's, it's really good, um <laughs> overall amazing, it's creepy, it's eerie, um, it's got a lot of potential if they keep it going, which I hope that they do, it's,
1: be spectacular semi-hot take i think any of the more recent Batman. i don't know bat flack i i never i never watched the bat flack movie so i don't really know but like my favorite you're lying no i love oh i loved my batman built like a tank huh okay i thought christian bale was very very good as batman i've heard a lot of complaints um I thought he Christian Bale was a very good Bruce Wayne. That's why I like Christian Bale. Christian Bale is a very good Bruce Wayne as a Batman. He's I don't think they wrote the character well enough for Christian Bale. Right. But we'll talk about that later. I don't think they fill out the rest of the DCEU to fit how strong all of the Batman movies have been. Yeah. Right. Like the Superman hasn't been good since the 70s. Uh like even even it's not even who they cast, right? But they just the movies just aren't good and they haven't been good since the seventies. And so like you can't have a DCU without both Batman and Superman, right? That's yeah. a, it'd be like if Marvel fumbled either Captain America or Iron Man. You need both. Right. Right? And uh and that that's the main the main problem of the DCU is that they just don't have the rest to match All the Batmans have been good, right? Sure, there's probably some bad ones in there, but all the Batman have been relatively good. The rest of the movies suck. Yeah, I mean, I love them all. There's
0: that feeling out there. Um, I love them. Ensign's Batman is totally on side. It's not wrapped up with Aquaman or Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah. It's its own thing, totally, and it should be. Um, The one thing that I hope they don't do... Um, this isn't any spoilers. This is just me saying things that I hope they don't do. Okay. Um, I hope they don't jump jump into a Joker storyline.
1: We've seen a Joker so much. I honestly now my can't have Batman without him. But my first thought was, I wonder if they now I didn't watch the end of the Joker, Joaquin Phoenix's the Joker, but didn't no. Um. Oh my god. I know. I need to. Anyway, that's a that's a a different different (laughs) conversation. Um if they're both separate from the actual DCEU, it would make sense that they could put them together. Yeah. In the same. Right. So that's the one, one semi-positive because they're both very dark. They're both very gritty. Yeah. They they uh, really, and, really and they could match up those two, those two very well, but
0: yeah. I mean, I love the Joker. I have a tattoo that's a Batman symbol with Joker hahas throughout it. Um, just seen a lot of Joker. There's a lot of like having a Riddler that was this Riddler was like so good.
1: Don't disrespect um, Jim Carrey. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't you put no disrespect on that man's name.
0: Oh, this Riddler is amazing. Give me a really good scarecrow. Give me a mad hatter that's out of his mind like a kidnapper. Like, oh, like give me side villains. Give me condiment king. Like i'm just kidding don't give me condom i, say, what I the, don't need what that the hell, joe um there's a lot of good batman villains out there joker i mean you can't have batman without joker like if he shows up eventually that's fine but like i don't want him to jump in the court of owls is all right joe you're
1: done with the batman talk i'm We're cutting not. you off Sorry. i'm cutting you off you ran How's your that? time okay. out
0: right. we'll talk about it later uh batman's amazing everybody go check it out um and friday i also like i did still didn't have anything to do so uh we hung out and Kayla and cora and grayson and i went out to lunch i watched more ted lasso um and then uh no that was thursday we did all that because friday my mom watched cora friday my mom took cora mm-hmm. um and we surprised my mom with a trip to charleston south carolina because um, my mom's retiring this year and that's like one place she's always wanted to go. So we're going to do Beautiful that. Beautiful down there. Uh, me, me, my mom, and one of my sisters. Um, and then, yeah, this weekend was just so nice. Yesterday it was, uh, we cleaned up a lot of dog poop.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, then we went to the park and played with Charlie and Jordan and Josh. But nice. then it got kind of cold at like yeah. five o'clock, six o'clock, when, right when we went to the park. Um, it got really cold, so we played for like an hour. But they just ran and went on the slide, and and they had a good time. Cora That's and Charlie what you did.
1: late owls get. All right, if you're right? up early and your kids are going to bed around six, you don't have to worry about it.
0: Yeah. And then yesterday night, this was probably one of my highlights of a while. Kayla, uh, Cora said she wanted to go see Rowan, her cousin Rowan, who's um Kayla's nephew. Yeah. Our yeah. nephew, Kayla's brother's son. Um. And Rowan happened to be at Kayla's parents' house. So Kayla took Cora and went over to her house for a couple hours. This was at like 6.30. Mm. Uh, Grayson was asleep, and I was like, I'm just going to stay home with him. I was like, you know what? I'm going to rent the new Scream movie. Yeah. just came out. Uh, So I cracked open a beer, and I rented it, and I texted my niece Taylor. He's three years younger than me. We're super close, and we love the Scream movies. And she's like, wait, we're going to watch it, too. So it was really it was an amazing experience because we were, we lined it up and watched it at the same time and just were like texting, texting back, back and forth. forth the whole time. It was really, really fun. It that's was really great. Yeah. Uh, and then today we went out to brunch with our friends, Kenzie and Stefan, and then they came over and played games and that's kind of
1: it. I can't believe you'd start Long a day weekend. like that, but OK. <laughs> Long weekend, a lot of Batman,
0: but good. Very good.
1: Good. Yeah. Feeling refreshed. You're going into your new job tomorrow. Are you pumped for it? Gary, Gary. Um
0: excited. Yeah. It's gonna be weird not going back to my old job. It was weird on Wednesday when I left. Um you left your job you were remote, right? When you left your your other job. I was in office.
1: Oh no, actually I was in office. Uh so I was going in two days a week. Um so my my like last day I like went in just dropped all my stuff off and then just left on like a third it was a thursday because we went in wednesday Wednesday, thursday
0: yeah so let's transition into this a little bit and then you know kind of move into the big meat of the episode um did you have a team at your other job when you left were you close Mm -hmm. with anybody there
1: yeah a couple uh it was interesting my team was starting to fall apart uh because that's right that's everyone everyone was was leaving because they they were dissolving our team uh but i was close with the other two guys um even though one one guy's last day was the same day as my last day um but uh the uh the other guy was was sticking around at work and i was i was fairly close with him
0: yeah how long were you there
1: a year right
0: um so i had been at this company for five and a half years right and i went in monday tuesday and wednesday last week Um, And Tuesday, a couple of my close friends there threw me a pizza party. Oh, nice. Surprise pizza party. Um, They had, like, decorated our boardroom with Batman stuff, and (laughs) a couple people from the office were in there, and, you know, people from my team that live in the area came in. Um, Been there for five and a half years, and uh, the last two and a half was 2019 I went back to store operations. Um last two and a half years i've built this customer service team from Mm -hmm. two people up to nine um that reported to me and um it was weird tuesday again we had this pizza party we had people come in that i you know one of my good friends that i talked to every day in the office uh he went remote so it was nice seeing him in like two years it was the first time i'd seen him like in person in like two years nuts um and one of my old bosses stayed and had pizza with us. And you know, it was just it was just nice to do that. And then Wednesday was my last day and I was still in the office. Um, and it was pretty quiet in the office. My manager and my like counterpart in meetings all day, like doing testing on our new point of sale and this and that. It was just kind of very solemn, like very quiet for me all day mm-hmm. Wednesday. And then three o'clock happened and I called my team. And nine people, and well, eight. Uh, one of them um got promoted to a different department. Sure, we we're higher to backfill. Um, of my eight people, and I was like, I guess this is it. Like,
1: <laughs> did it feel? This is did it feel a lot like the last episode of Scrubs? It, I sent that gift.
0: Yeah, of him saying like like goodbyes are hard or whatever it is. You know, things are never easy. Is what mm-hmm. JD says. Um. And I just, you know, thanked them for everything and talked for about 20 minutes. I was like, all right, you know, get back to work. And I said goodbye. And then at 4 p.m., I got off my computer and turned it in. Uh, just weird. It's yeah. weird to leave all that behind.
1: Yeah. But, it, it is always very difficult to well first off endings and beginnings are, are hard right especially when you haven't had one in a long time i mean you've yeah. had beginnings with kids and stuff but like not a lot of endings recently so um which is a good thing yeah. what it's always really weird what i found so i i've left companies where i've worked longer than a year right so <laughs> when i worked downtown uh i felt similar to you, to how you did right um where I had pretty much the same routine every day. Came came in, sat down at my computer, did the same thing and, and talked to with my team and hung out and all that stuff. And, and saying goodbye was, was odd because you didn't have that routine anymore. You didn't have yeah all that normal stuff. And, and it's, you just don't know what life is like without this. Right.
0: Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to go into tomorrow. Like I have an idea, but like, Know anybody there? Like, will they like me? Like, am I gonna look like a nerd? Like, are they gonna pick on me, push me down, call me names?
1: If you get out of there without a kick me sign on your back, I think you're doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I mean, tomorrow's gonna be a big day. It's, it's that so. new school. It's that first day school feeling. It's that first day school. Oh, feeling. absolutely.
0: Yeah, and my manager, this new place, um, she's gone for the week at an expo somewhere uh so like i'll be working directly with my co-workers and Mm -hmm. and on my team not so much my manager so that'll be interesting um we'll see
1: it's gonna be great just keep an open mind that's it yeah 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 yeah.
0: um so that's my weekend that's uh how i'm feeling about tomorrow and, and all of this and that um so before we jump into the again the big of the project Because it was so nice out. Did you do like any sort of prep for springtime yard work?
1: Uh, No, not really. We cleaned out our cars and got everything kind of ready that way. Um, My yard is not flooding anymore because I got the hose unthawed and the drain fixed. So that's a good sign. Um, But I did start to kick around the idea and make some plans on if I were to re like till up the yard and regrade the dirt back towards my house. Um and I think that is probably the project we're going to do. Okay. Um the hard part is the parts that need to get like graded and and or like tilled up and regraded is right on the side of the house where the dog goes. Right. So it's like if we do it and the dog's still here, he's going to tear it up. And it's not yeah. like it's just not going to work. Say that like you're going to get rid of your dog, Jared. Okay, the dog's 13, Joe the dog's thir- let me rephrase it the dog's 13 with terminal cancer so it's not like i'm getting rid of the dog but the dog was adopted under pretenses that he's 13 with terminal cancer
0: okay okay
1: right so i'm not i'm not sending him anywhere but nature might just catch up to him one of these days <laughs> that's all i'm saying okay all
0: right well once we get into springtime we'll have to talk about our lawn routines cuz i think we're going to it's
1: I'm going to have to, it's still a little too early in Michigan, right? So it's, it's first week yeah. of March. And I did this last year. I, 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 last year I, um, what's it called? I put the weed and feed out way too early and I didn't put enough out and it like we got a freeze and then we got another like bad weather time. And then yeah. it. I didn't want to put more down because I didn't want to kill the yard, but then it didn't really work because of the freeze. Right. So, yeah, um. I, uh, we're in full
0: spring right now.
1: We're in full spring. That is right. It's going to snow at least two more times between now and actual yeah. spring.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we can only hope and dream. We can only plan right now. Yes. When we get into it, we'll talk yard. I can't
1: wait. I can't wait. Honestly, I'm so ready. Today was such a tease because it's fake spring. Oh, it was such a tease. Yeah. Such a tease about like what actual spring can be. And what like actual yard work and going outside and like spending time outside is like, I miss it. I've been, yeah. I've been fake golf swinging for two days now because as soon as that <laughs> weather turned I'm like, it's time. It's time. want to go golfing. Okay. Never golfed?
0: Give me golfing and let's record the adventure.
1: Let's go to top golf first. We'll start there. Okay, Let's do that. We'll start okay, there. Perfect. We'll get you swinging a golf club a little bit <laughs> and then we'll go out on an actual golf course.
0: Love it. I
1: love it. Um Hey
0: Jerry, what do you say we jump into this?
1: Let's do it, Joe.
0: Perfect. Um, so uh a couple times on here you brought up that you see a therapist. Mm-hmm. You go to therapy regularly. Um so I just kind of wanted to chat a little bit with you about, you know, what you know, what eventually kind of made you make the jump and um you know not necessarily have to talk about the nitty gritty details, but like, you know, kind of what you get out of it, how you feel going into mm-hmm. leaving out of it and, um, you know, times and all that. So. I guess kind of off the bat, you know, how long have you been going to therapy and, and when did you make that decision that like, yeah, now's the time?
1: Yeah, so I've been going almost a year. Uh, it'll be, I guess, nine months. So I started in, in June uh, or May. May, late May, early June of twenty twenty one. Um, so I've been going for almost a year, uh, and actually a little bit started on this podcast. Um, it for a long time. Uh, so I, I should, uh, preface with this. I, uh, I've suffered from depression since I was in high school. Um, so, yeah, uh, just, it's always something I've battled with. Um, obviously I've, I have made it this far, uh, which is not, right. uh, not necessarily the badge of honor you want it to be, but, um, I, I, you know, I thought, Oh, I'm managing it. Well, right. I'm, I made it to 20. I was 27 when I started, right. I had made it to 27. And even though I knew that it probably would help, I was like, you know, is it worth it? Do I want to go all that stuff? Um, and then on this podcast, we talked a lot about like mental health, uh, during the pandemic because that was a really big thing. Um, how to keep your mental health up. And it reminded me that I don't have very great mental health. Uh, and I don't, I don't take care of it, uh, that well. Um, and really that, that, and then talk, you know, in conversation with Katie and things like that, um, kind of pushed me into, you know, maybe I should just go see what it's all about. I just, uh, picked one that took our insurance, her, uh, her, um, the way that she approaches therapy sounded cool. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go talk to her and just see, you know, where it goes. And, and the nice thing about therapy is it's all on you, right? So you get out yeah. what you put in, but on top of that is, if you're not getting a lot out of it, you don't have to go back because you pay for it. Right. Right. Like, yeah. uh, so it, I was like, I'll give it a couple sessions. Uh, we'll see how it goes. The first few sessions of any therapy is all, I'd call it like administrative work. So it takes, I would say yeah. probably about a month, give it at least a month before you like make any, any judgments. Um, but, uh, so I've been going for about a year. Um, it's helped me a ton. Um, I really, Really struggle to process emotions. Where where everything kind of le- uh, leads from me is that uh, I just I don't I don't know. I didn't grow up talking about emotions that much, um, and right. and so that led me to struggling to process how I'm feeling, um, which always defaulted back to frustration, uh, because I didn't yeah. uh, I didn't really understand what I was feeling. I didn't understand why I was feeling it, um, and and so I would get frustrated. I'd get upset, um, and uh, and because of that. I didn't want that trait to get passed on to Ben, right? right. Um, and that's not that's not a a genetic trait. That's a you give that uh, trait, you know, through growing up. And I want to make sure that yeah. Ben didn't didn't struggle with the way that the way that I do. Um. So a lot of that uh, a lot of that came around because of that. Okay. Um. So how did you go about finding your therapist? PsychologyToday.com. Yeah. One. I mean it is i googled therapists in my area uh and that's yeah. what came up i know it sounds as silly as as uh as it is it, there was a lot of confusing topics um not i guess topics is is one way but there's a lot of confusing things online about whether you should see a psychiatrist uh you, you should go see a therapist whether you should see a psychologist right. uh it, it's a lot of a lot of stuff out there Um, and so that was a lot, that was pretty confusing. I actually had, um, because I procrastinate, I had this therapist picked out for about four months, um, before I actually jumped in and said like, okay, I'm going to make an appointment. Um, because I, uh, just first I wasn't quite sure, like, what do I call up and say? Um, right. I I wasn't, do I call up and say, Hey, I've been, you know, struggling with depression since i was 16 years old and and go from there or is that going to get me a as the kids on tiktok say a, a grippy sock vacation uh right off the bat <laughs> which i was really hoping to avoid um right so grippy sock vacation um i've not heard that no that i that's all over uh joe you got to get on <laughs> on not great mental health tiktok uh <laughs> so i was trying to avoid that um and really, I just called up and um, I'll be honest, I lied a little bit and said I had general anxiety. I don't really have that much anxiety, yeah. uh, but I knew that that's a great way to just get in the door and talk about it with somebody. Yeah. Um, And it turns out I do have anxiety. It just is hiding in a bunch of different other areas. Um, right. But that was uh, how I started. It took me a long time to like come up and I'll be honest, I was pretty like prideful about it too like not willing to accept help or ask for help yeah um so uh i just found her and like waited and waited and waited and then eventually just called up to the office that uh that they work at and asked for like an introductory um meeting so introductory yeah. appointment
0: okay um kayla's a therapist yes uh and she said you know she's always said psychology today is kind of the best way to find somebody because you have to pay to be on there in order for your name to come up as a listing you have to pay for a subscription. Mm. Um, So the people that are out there are the ones that, you know, really, really actually give a crap about what they do. Um, so, you know, once you found your therapist, um, I guess how long do you think it took before you kind of, well, I guess you said about four weeks a month. Do you think like at that point you kind of felt like in the flow of therapy?
1: No. One thing that I noticed about therapy is you don't actually realize you're in it until yeah. you're in it. Um, so at least for me now, for other people, it might be way different. Um, But for me, it was like I didn't start having major breakthroughs till about three months into therapy. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of my first, I would say two months was just venting, just absolutely venting about like what's going on, how I feel about what's going on in the world, how I feel about my life, how I feel about my, you know, like we, that was Ben has always struggled with sleep. Right. So a lot of it was like, he's not sleeping. I need to come up with strategies. I need to think of how to like fix this and stuff like that and going over. Um, and so there, I have had sessions now, um, after about three months, um, we were able to start actually digging into some of the deeper like issues and and things that I and issues that I needed to resolve and and problems that I needed to talk about um but they were all based off like what I wanted if that makes sense like yeah. she we came in on that first session, she asked me what my goal was, and I said my goal is to better process my own emotions right that was like my number one goal right. and about. Three months into it, we started doing actual like exercises and 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 stuff that we did little things throughout as I like voiced my opinions. But um, it started really, really small, like starting with like I feel statements, you know, like I feel like yeah. this, I feel like that. Um, And you don't really realize that you're doing it until you're just in it right so i yeah that at least for me now other people might be different they might be super conscious like oh i'm doing this because of you know the therapy but for right. me it was just like suddenly my behaviors started changing and my my patterns started changing
0: yeah so how often do you go i go weekly weekly okay
1: yeah um it's it's really up to your preference um yeah. i funny she asked me how often i wanted to go and i said i don't know i've never done this before <laughs> uh and she goes well normally we start weekly because it's easier to schedule the appointments weekly and then give up the slot if you want right. to switch like every other week or anything like that so um yeah so i go weekly
0: nice um how do you feel when into it you now do you feel any kind of like anxiety before jumping into a therapy session or or do you feel pretty chill when when you step into it
1: so for me it's cathartic um yeah. it's a safe space i don't always uh because i don't really know how i how to process the emotions right i'm pretty guarded on like info dumping because i'm afraid of being judged right because mm-hmm. i um all of that um so going into therapy it's a place where i will not get judged no matter what i say as long as i'm not like talking about murdering people um (laughs) but and that to me is cathartic so i look at it as that opportunity now my therapist likes to give me homework um okay so uh sometimes i like I'm in school, I don't do the homework. And then I feel anxiety yeah. about going to therapy and having <laughs> to tell her I didn't do the homework. But, yeah. um, besides that, normally I'd take it as a really good opportunity to get everything off my chest that week. Yeah. And the way that she, uh, she helps me in that is like reframing how I'm saying things. So like I'll vent so, about something that happened that week. she will be like, how did that, you know, that classic, how did that make you feel? But like, you you know use the i statement to to re say that sentence right yeah and reframe how you're saying things so okay and and how do you feel when you're done
0: you know when you step out of the office
1: it really really varies like yeah. i for the most part i feel way more relaxed but for me therapy was a lot of ripping off scabs so that they could heal yeah. correctly right um And man, there are days where I came home exhausted. So I go from three till four o'clock. Uh, is my, is my, uh, normal therapy time. There are days where I went to bed at six o'clock. Yeah. Like I, you're just emotionally and physically drained from tearing up and going through like old traumas and old scars and like revisiting parts of your past that you've buried and stuff like that. Like, it can be very very draining uh but for the most part on like a week to week basis i feel like more relieved and relaxed uh and better prepared to like attack the next week okay um it's
0: good so I feel like growing up maybe it's just because we were young sure like we didn't he- at least I didn't ever hear about therapy, right? Right, Like, I don't ever remember anybody talking about going to therapy. If they did, they always had some sort of, you know, negative stigma Mm -hmm. or, you know, um, somebody being made fun of because they were going to therapy. I think with our generation, that's completely flipped. Right. Like, all the time are just openly talking Mm -hmm. about going to therapy you know and and you know my therapist this week told me this and that and like you know talking about the mental health medication and everything like that and it's an amazing time we live in um you talk about going to therapy you know with with anybody and and like say like hey you know i do this and i do that and it helps me with this and and do you ever say like hey maybe you should try it out
1: yeah um in fact, actually, I've recommended it to, uh, like, Katie and I talk a lot about um, my therapy sessions and things like that and how it could help her in some of her anxiety areas um, yeah. as well. So uh, Katie and I talk a lot about it. She's a person that I probably, obviously, you tell your wife everything and anything, so she's the one I tell right. uh, everything to. Um, so she's the one I, I would say, like, the recommendation has come to. Um, I'll openly recommend it to anybody that's even thinking about it like it is so low stakes. I think that's the hardest thing for people to get over is that first, that first hurdle. And that first hurdle is literally yeah. making the call and scheduling an appointment. Um, If your insurance allows it, cause therapy can be expensive. I'll, I'll yeah. If your insurance allows it, just, just go do one month of therapy, go do four weeks yeah. of therapy and see what happens. Um, um because, none of us are as mentally stable as we think. And all of us have something we can be talking about right now to help us out. So I'll, I'll yeah. recommend it to anybody that'll listen. Um, the one person I found it hard at first to talk to about it was my mom. Yeah. Um. I think it's a common feeling for parents to think that they might've done something wrong if you need therapy. Right. Right. And I was afraid that my mom was going to feel like that. Luckily, my mom yeah. doesn't my mom's super supportive and actually wants to know more and more about like what I talk about at therapy like how um she's helping me get through this obviously um I had to um this is probably the hardest thing I've had to say um I had a really really low point in college uh where I almost killed myself and jeez uh it took me a couple of years to tell my parents about it. Um, and telling my parents about it was one of the best things I've ever done because ever since then it has been like, my mom also was pushing for me to go to therapy for that reason. Right? Like my mom was, is supportive about that because of, um, these, because of the depression that I've been fighting and because of, uh, all of this stuff that, that goes on on a day-to-day basis. And, um, so, It was hard at first to tell my mom that I was going because I was afraid she was going to, you know, think, you know, we messed up along the way or anything like that. But in the end, uh, it's also very nice to be able to, you know, talk to your mom about this stuff. So.
0: Right. Thank you for sharing that. That's tough. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, So do you feel like.
0: No. How long do you think you're going to continue to go for Do you think this is going to be an ongoing thing for a long time? Do you think do you see an ending point at any at any point or.
1: Yeah, I say I don't foresee an ending point now. Um I would yeah. say I'm not great at um there's a lot of th- do you catch me uh rearranging how I talk to myself there, you see? I'm, I'm using <laughs> techniques. Um there's a lot of areas for improvement, but there's a lot of things that I'm trying to reprogram my brain to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Self-talk self-talk is a huge problem really? for me. I am I am very very negative to myself. Um and that is a huge problem that I'm working on, right? So that's one part. Another part is I'm trying to work through um man, that a bunch of other stuff. But uh right. because there's so many things, it requires constant constant practice, constant constant yeah. re- reminders, going over it, talking through it um like and it's very helpful right now uh, to have that constant. Now there are days where like this past week, I really didn't have much to talk about. I had some really good news at work. Life was pretty okay. Ben was starting to come out of this, this sleep regression that he's been in. So like I didn't have too much to talk about, but just because one week I don't have a lot to talk about, doesn't mean the next week I'm going to spend the entire hour like venting about something that needs to be vented about. So Um, for now I'll I'll keep it going as long as I feel, uh, good doing it. Right. Um, the other thing is I, not a lot of people get this, but I feel like I landed the jackpot therapist right off the bat. Um, she really understands what I'm working through. She really understands how to help. Um, and not a lot of people get that right off the bat. Some people go through two, three therapists before they find that. Um, and so that also helps is I don't feel like, like, I still feel like there's a lot more that she can help me with, um, mm. which is a really good sign. So I'll keep it going until I feel like it's not helpful anymore. And then maybe I'll take a little break or I'll bump it up to like once a month. Um, and, right. and and that is probably more likely. I would say I, I don't foresee myself stopping going to therapy maybe yeah. ever, but bumping it out to once a month or, you know, every so often uh, might be more likely once I, once I start getting, Uh, better at the techniques that that i'm trying to work on
0: okay awesome and last question is you know as our kids get older um i feel like this is something that you would have kind of open conversations with ben about like hey i go to therapy this is why this is the reasons and and you know you should or should not kind of thing
1: well i would say if i had to put a reason above everything else that i started to go to therapy is because of ben um for depression for anxiety for the inability to process emotions sometimes i just got angry for no reason right and i yeah. never wanted that to be reflected and and put out on ben i never wanted ben to feel like it was his fault for those feelings right i never so right. i went to work for myself and in turn teaching ben how to do these things right and teaching him the lessons to uh it's it's funny actually kenny and i have talked a lot about like wanting to to do a like a parenting book book club right uh Mm -hmm. and but one book i am super curious to see if it exists at all or if it's but like how to teach mentally healthy kids right Mm. how to raise mentally healthy kids how do how do i start this from the beginning so that kid that ben doesn't end up on the same you know path that i was on how do i start this from the beginning to help him avoid going through what i went through um right and then talking to him about the resources that are available to him. If he does start to feel these things that, you know, that's right. Uh it just wasn't talked about when we were growing up. Right. And, and I want to, so talking to Ben about it, talking to Ben about the resources that are there, talking to Ben about like, honestly, just talking to him about his feelings. If we yeah. can start there, if we can start there and start talking about his feelings. Then I think we're on a pretty good step. So um, really? as it comes down to like, Talk to him about why I'm in therapy. Uh, most of it I'll probably talk to him about. Some of it I probably won't. Um, right. And uh, and then we'll uh, we'll just see where that leads.
0: Yeah. Oh, it is awesome. You know, thank you for for opening up a bit about that. Sometimes that can be tough. Yeah. to Talk about that kind of stuff. Um, but I appreciate it, and I'm sure people out there do too. You know, the stuff that, like I said, our generation we're starting to open up and talk about.
1: Well, and that's honestly the reason that I'm, well, first off, I'm an open book no matter what. So I'll tell anybody that'll listen. Uh, But it's super important that people understand how easy it is to get the help you need. Even if you don't, even if you think you don't need it, even if you think you don't need it, it's so easy. You might as well do it anyway and just see Mm if, see if it helps. All of us, all of us can use a little help. And uh, if, Mm -hmm. if it's, Even if you're like, "Oh, I'm doing pretty okay," because I thought for a long time I was doing pretty okay, until I found out how not okay I was. Right? Like, right? It's everybody can use a little bit more help, and it's super important to. It's super easy, super easy. Just go, you know, just go see if it helps. And if it doesn't help, the good thing is, is you can just stop. If you're like, you know what, this isn't helpful. Okay, just stop. No big deal. Yep. No harm, no foul. The therapist just opens up more slots for them to fill with somebody else. You know, exactly. it's not going to hurt their feelings.
0: Right? No, definitely not. Um Oh, that is great. Thank you again. You know, I sure. I appreciate it and it was good. This is a good talk.
1: Um people need to do more of it. For uh, sure. I hope everybody got something from it.
0: Yeah. I know, you know, once my new insurance kicks in, it's something that I want to look into. Um So we'll see if that happens. I hope it does. Me too. Um, But what do you say we let these people get out of here?
1: Let's do it. We gave them a real heavy topic. Let's let them uh, go break it down. Yeah. Uh,
0: Thank you all so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you. Um, And, you know, if you haven't, maybe just go click that subscribe button. Click a rating button. Write a review. That'd be neat. Mm -hmm. Jared wants to read those things.
1: Please. Please write a review. A couple of reviews. Maybe. You know what? Make <laughs> fake accounts. Write some reviews. I'll read the funny ones. <laughs> uh, and
0: thank you so much to Planet Ant for having us on their podcast network. There's a lot of good shows out there. Go check them out.
1: If you haven't yet, go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dead Energy Pod on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, you can follow us there. You can find links to our episode last week, where you can find Being a Dad is Hard as Fuck blog because that is hilarious and it's great. And you should go find that too uh so go follow us on social media you can see what what the schmanskis had for dinner tonight it was delicious as well so uh it's great <laughs> uh thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it every week you guys sticking with us uh i know this was a little heavier topic but hope everybody got a little something from it so thank you guys so much for listening for both of us i'm jerry Schmansky. joe lopez and remember click your tongue twice before you use them